set both of that too. Another addition to the haunted real connections with your host, Nicole Jasper. Today, I'm going to talk about another creepy object from the Morgan's Talk Museum, Demonic Shadow Doll. I hope you enjoy. Guys, having a wonderful wedding Monday. I was gonna do this Tuesday, um, but actually I'll be going out and about tomorrow. So I thought I'd do this now while I had a chance. And uh, yeah, and I and uh, so I've been talking to um uh, people from the War Museum, and they said I could talk about this, and hopefully. I talked about one from the article that I found. Um, that, uh, I'm going to read a little bit about the shadow doll. Okay? And uh, some other items, hopefully. Alright, in the future. Here we go. From the article, it says... I'm going to say this one. Alright. Hopefully I won't have to take any breaks, but... I felt my... Where's my water? Water nearby. <laughs> Alright, here we go. From the article it says about the shadow doll and some other items, which I'll read off another episode. I kind of want to like space you out, so I hopefully in the sometime in April I have future guests and talk about these items more in depth. So I appreciate it. Um, here we go, and the article it says, Shadow Doll. Its name might not be intimidating enough, but it's traumatizing face. It does look kind of scary, and, and a to figure. You know, it's pretty tall, my doll. <laughs> it does have a hundred dolls that freaks me out than taller ones, and, and especially mannequins. The man, it's not it's not a mannequin, I don't think, but it's a tall doll from from of the photographs. And um so <clears throat> the one files do not state why this horrible doll was created in the first place. It makes you wonder why it was created in the first place, like the Annabelle doll. Um anyway. However, they do state that it was used for like um satanic rituals. And it was created for, uh, simply to use a black magic, uh, you know, for a human and even animal moans. So it, it is rumored that if a picture were to be taken of the doll, probably like Robert the Haunted Doll, it would project itself into the dream, but a little bit different of a hearse here. A little bit different than Robert the Doll. Um, so, when you take a picture of this doll, the shadow doll, uh, it would project itself into the dreams of the person who dared to look at it in the, in the eyes. So, it's not like only a simple dream. It would be like, the dream would be so intensely nightmarish that the victims would either suffer from a heart attack, or even forever be frightened of sleep because of the horrifying 
looking doll, and I've had those vivid nightmare dreams, and uh, I can relate to this, okay? Okay, and, uh, and this might be a short episode if I find anything else about Shadow of the Doll. There might be a part two. Okay, guys, bear with me. And, um, so I'm saying that, um, the files even state that were, uh, stated that, um, by his heart, sorry, <laughs> it, there were, like, a few deaths caused by it. And the shadow doll was later found in an antique shop, oddly enough, that a couple purchased it. After the purchase, the couple began to encounter mysterious or eeriest, I should say eeriest, of nightmares. They later found out that they were experiencing the same nightmares. Now that's weird, have the same exact nightmares. Of the first doll, in that the husband had scratches all over his back and neck, reports say, which could only be traced back to Shadow Doll. Today, this doll stands freely out in the open in their Morning Museum with its Black evil eyes, unlike Annabelle, she's obtained in a, in a glass case. The one is, however, uh, from the list of the photographs, it's like, it stands freely on its own in their museum. You might see it's, uh, black evil eyes and, um, black feathery type cloak and a mouth forever open, like it's streaming, like, Seems to be made that weird to devour your soul. Alright, so let's take our first uh, break. Include the shadow doll, of course, mostly. Uh, I don't know why I feel so drawn to the shadow doll, and it's probably the most evil, <laughs> demonic thing they have besides the uh, Annabelle doll. So I don't know. I, I, I'm weird. I'm just like, <laughs> oh my gosh. You know? Um, I guess because paranormal always will be my passion, and I never dreamed that I would get this far. You know, I wrote several books. I wrote like. Uh, my last one was like a group project. It's like, uh, you can check it out on Amazon. It's called, uh, what is it called? ITC Testers in Experts. It's simple as that. 
and it's just a group of us. Uh, I'm one of the testers of the ICC app. ICC is short for what uh, interstate transportation is another form of divination tools uh, and you can communicate with spirits for that. And um, that's only, you know, that's what I say, talk to the dead. So, going back to the, another article I found about um, Edelgard Warren's Talk Museum. Alright, so let's see it, and I'll, I'll get to where they uh, talk about the, let's see, they talk about, I thought I saw, yeah, there it is, um, Shadow Doll. Like I said, I'm so drawn to not only the Shadow Doll, but I'm drawn to other objects, like Annabelle the Doll, and I have to include a photograph of Annabelle the Doll, so, I'm not saying who's holding the doll, but you guys have to check out my book. The second book that I wrote uh, is called um, Haunted Vessels and Cursed Objects. So, if you want to check out who's holding a real Annabelle doll, you gotta check out my book. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Going back to the article I found that I was here, my interest here. Uh, okay, here we go. Um, Several of Lloyd and Edward Chasen's have been made into successful books and films, of course. One of my favorite films happens to be The Hanjuring. And I believe there's going to be a part to me I look forward to that. Um, which concludes this infamous, uh, and I like the Edmundville horror stories as well. Um, for the innocent, I'm sure y'all are familiar with the Edmundville horror story and films, where an innocent family were played by Demonic. Spurts, right? So, reports say the warnings have also been called on many, by many um, paranormal investigators to assist with their own haunted cases. Um, bringing their vast knowledge of demonic um, protection and ghost hunting skills. It's always good to seek out um, mentors, I always say. If you can't find one, you can look me up at Molly's on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Alright, so, um, going back to reports say that, uh, the ones at Hot Museum is, uh, I'm gonna butcher the repository for, sorry, for many spooky items which are considered to be touchstones or triggers for such hauntings. And keys or portals to even demonic. Possessions. Or as I say, possessions. Sorry. And um, reports say that they have been garnered from the warnings many investigations over the past few decades. One of these items is a famous dynamically possessed doll of horse Annabelle, which was featured in its own movies. It is scared me every time. <laughs> one time I went to see the movie, the first one, uh, The Conjuring, where actually uh, I was told that if you went to see the film in person, you might have a paranormal experience. Sure enough, sure enough, I had a paranormal experience. <laughs> I was just sitting there watching the movie with an open mind. I always have an open mind when I'm seeing a movie, even though they're real or not. And some degree, it could be real, so it's like, that's why I always keep an open mind. It's like, so when I got home that evening, it's like, all of a sudden I looked at my knee, my left knee had a deep cut 
strut, you know. That was my first strut. I was like, woohoo, I got my first dress. I know I'm weird. <laughs> I'm totally weird, but he actually let me. But I'm like, whoa, I got my first dress. And I have no clue, no idea how that's possible. You come to hell from a theater with a strut. You guys answer that one, okay? <laughs> so we have no idea how that happens. And I come home with a strut. How many? Now that could be paranormal. Do 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 do. I always say. <laughs> so yeah, that kind of, kind of, uh, I admit, it kind of frightened me a little bit because um that part where I'm sure most of you have seen the concert for the first one. When a doll was sitting on a chair, you'll see that an apparition on it, and she turned her head. That's the part where. I was literally about ready to run out of the theater. That part really, really scared me. I had a heebie throughout the whole film, actually. And that part really, really, um, stopped me in my tracks. It's like, and I think that's why I got so scared is because I got attacked. When they, when they know that you're afraid, they'll attack you. That's why it's never a good idea when you're the basic who you show any fear. They'll either attack you or they get more energy from that fear. And you don't want that. You don't, you don't want to feed them that energy. So, I learned that the hard way. Okay, so back to reports. <laughs> yeah, that, that like, scared me, actually, at my first rush. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I think I still have a photograph somewhere saying I hope. But anyway, reports say with Hollywood. Need ideas, props, or some advice on their movies. They can rely on the life force, of course, of the warriors. And many rest in peace, I always say. Alright, and article says Lori and Ed Warren started researching haunted cases back in 1952. And then opened their assault museum in the early 1980s. To house their growing collection of paranormal items. I hope I have not read this article, but oh well. If I did, uh, you guys did hear it again. <laughs> it is like the, the best one about their uh, haunted items, okay? Uh, mainly I'm gonna read down until I find Shadow okay? And I'll try to share my own experiences like I did. And uh, about my first shot, when we're watching the Conjuring film. Um, so, there might be many pictures taken during their investigations, of course. I tend to take a lot of pictures and photographs and videos, um, wherever I go, not just investigations, wherever I go. So, and they have, uh, artifacts collected from their many cases that are contained within the walls of the basement, which lies underneath the Warren's Museum in or home, I should say home. It is, I guess it is a home in a museum. So in the in the Connecticut, I'll just say Connecticut. Okay. Um, due to their respected position in the paranormal circles, many of the objects were donated to their museum. All right, moving on. So far, no breaks. Woohoo! Only that one break. And usually, I take like two or three water breaks right now. Okay, um, reports say that 
The Warrens consider it to be the oldest and only museum of its kind. And she so on to state that the museum houses the largest assortment of haunted occult objects, many of which claim to be evil and even dangerous. Some of them are displayed out in the open, like Shadow Doll. And I just hate the heebie-jeebies just by talking about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not sick of it as well. And as well, you know, spirit medium. Uh, so, and, uh, so, some have their own protective cases, like Annabelle knows. You might see there. Uh, like I said, uh, report say Annabelle. The, uh, I mentioned numerously possessed Raggedy Ann doll. Which is completely different from the movie. They have a completely different made up doll. The real one is actually hates. You know, and. You know, which is totally depicted differently, like I was saying, from the movie. Okay, um. And Annabelle has her own secure case, which is usually lit, lit by a creepy light. I don't know why it's usually oh, well. Light and is protected by a crucifix. Now I thought to myself, even though I'm not I'm not um Catholic, but I do have a cross hanging up, and I thank you because I have, I have a cross in our back house where I usually have my ITC sessions or live videos. I think that's really what protects us. So somebody told me to do that. So always listen to your sentences. So, yeah, it has a, a crucifix believed to be keeping the Henry uh, evil at bay. So, yeah, one thing evil don't like is a crucifix. <laughs> so, moving on, the sign underneath the case states, Warning, positively, do not open. And, uh, even though I have not visited the museum is the only open to public for only um events. So hopefully one day I'll get to go to an event and meet Annabelle or other uh, other uh haunted items there. Uh that would be very cool. Okay, moving on. One death attributed to Annabelle. I was watching a video of Ed, Ed stating this, that one death attributed to Annabelle, according to the morning with a visitor to the museum. And you can watch this video on YouTube. Um, who apparently dared the haunted doll to harm him. And that's probably <clears throat> provoking. You never want to do that to especially a demonic item like that. So... He was reported to have been involved in a fatal crash, a motorcycle accident after leaving the museum. And that's why you never want to pr provoke, a, you know, an evil item like that. The doll is not the only malevolent item in the museum. There are more, such as the shadow doll apparently visits people in their dreams, much like the Freddy Krueger, per se, stopping their heart. I can tell you one thing from researching this. A friend of mine, Bill, hey, hey, 
recently, um, shot, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, it's like, all of a sudden, we, we, we were just wearing our headsets, we were talking about hundred items, not this particular hundred items, we were just talking, you know, regularly, all of a sudden, we heard a disembodied scream. A disembodied scream. Now, to me, that can be a warning. Yeah, and when you hear that, I gonna say, it sounded like it could have been a manji. Right? When you hear a disembodied scream through nowhere. But I, what the hell? So, yeah, it's crazy. So, I don't know if it's because we're doing this research. But because of what work we do, we're the most credible investigators, and that's to be expected. So, I was like, oh, okay. So, I'm probably used to it by now. It used to freak the hell out of me, like that first scratch I've gotten. So, I was like, oh, okay. I got scratched again. Oh, oh man, that's pretty cool, though, actually. <laughs> oh, I know, I'm weird, but you guys love me. Okay, here we go. Back to the uh, report. I'm gonna finish off with Shadow Dog. I don't know why, like I was saying earlier, I don't know why I feel so drawn to this particular doll. And dolls like that usually freak the hell out of me. Because uh, one day I was visiting, I'm gonna share this, okay? One day I was visiting my grandparents, and this was like back. And they were before I thought married, and they have, they have quite a few collection of dolls, and I don't know, I, I don't think they're haunted or anything, but it's just like, one actually is like three feet tall, leaning against the wall, and uh, and this was like even after when my grandfather, great grandfather, passed away, and I had to sleep in his room, okay, and this is one of my first uh, few paranormal experiences, which you might find in my book, um. First book, Dark Pathways, okay. So, and also left on the Amazon site, Dark Pathways, Paranormal Diaries, and the whole Jasper, okay. And <laughs> I laugh at it now, but like, oh my god, it's just so creepy. You know how you feel like when you're sleeping? I was sound asleep, and this is before I was married, so I know there's nobody else in the room, so it felt like someone sat. Literally sat at the edge of my freaking bed. Now, no, this was not my actual bed. This was just a guest room where I was staying at my great grandparents' house. But, you know, here in California, I was born and raised here. Anyhow, in Southern California. And, um, and we moved out here in Hemet. So. We have quite a few experiences here. I mean, everywhere I go, I feel like I'm haunted. Seriously, I think because, um, I'm opening up to the, uh, paranormal and I'm opening up my ears. And they're like, oh, she hears. And when I was at the Queen Mary, I brought my digital voice recorder. I'm just sharing my little bit of paranormal experiences. And I did not use my voice recorder. However, I had it with me. It turned itself on and off, on and off. So finally, we were waiting to for a ride to home. So I, I took out my uh, the voice recorder and I played it. And all of a sudden, I heard, "Help! Can you hear us? 
Can you hear it? I hear that freaking message all the time. You know there's something to that ship. Queen Mary ship. Even though I did not see the the famous hops, I did not see Jackie's spirit, but I I've I've felt some things that there I, I felt when we were in the one uh, and the lower part of the ship. We went uh, down that creepy elevator. Yeah, it's, it was like creepiest moment there when we went down that elevator shaft. And then, uh, how did they know the Shadow Doll the Queen Mary ship? I don't know. But, don't worry, I'll go back to Shadow Doll. <laughs> I felt these, and one area of the ship, we, I mean, this is a small group, okay? I felt goosebumps, both of my arms, and I felt cold as spot. And you know, when that happens, your body reacts that way, is when there is like a, a spirit around you. So I'm like telling these guys that a paranormal investigator, I tell them, hey, come over here. And they put their, uh, hey, two meter around me, like, sure enough, it went up. <laughs> and then we went to that other, um, haunted room that's closed off to the public for the longest time. And now it's reopened, and the wait time is wait forever. I'm gonna try to get on the list, see if I stay there overnight. And basically, you know, that'll be so cool, that'll be epic. Like to do it this year. If not this year, I'm gonna try it next year or so. Uh, can't imagine how how much it would be and everything. <laughs> so um, yeah, we got in the room. I felt the same thing. I felt my my arm, both my arms and goosebumps, and I felt a little bit of lightheaded and I felt cold spot. Could it been a, just a spirit that made me follow me? I don't know. So um, and I hope it didn't follow me home. I think it did, but. Yeah. Anyways, that was scary. <laughs> and then another part, another part, I'm going to share this real quick on the Queen Mary ship. Another part is where the first, the very first tour. I was talking the last tour to the first tour. The very first tour we took, it was during the daytime. We went down to the engine room and the steam room. It's where my grandfather used to work. My grandparents used to work on the Queen Mary ship, okay? And they would tell me about Jackie and the spark there. And now, uh, anyway, all of a sudden, I, when the tour guide was talking, all of a sudden, I saw this shadow figure go right by him. I kind of looked, you know, uh, away a bit. I'm sure he wondered what I saw. I I was kind of nervous to say what I saw. But, you know, don't be nervous or afraid of what you saw. I, I'm pretty sure they are used to those type of, of hauntings there so don't be afraid like or nervous like me and don't be nervous to share what your experiences are i would be intrigued to know okay and um okay i'm gonna finish off with the rest of shadow doll story here and see let's take our second break <laughs> save the rest for an ending. <laughs> so here we go. Reports say that 
a shadow doll is only like a few feet tall. Um, they don't give it a specific height. Maybe I can ask somebody. But they don't give a specific height. In fact, I gotta write that down. How tall is a shadow doll? If you guys need to answer that for me, that was right. But how tall is Shadow Doll? Mm, I'm intrigued by that. It looks pretty tall. Probably be taller than me. I'm only, I'm only like five foot, if that. Five foot even. <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty short. Um, so it's only a few feet tall. Shadow Doll wears. A black cloak, and it has a strange head of hair. I'm not sure if it's human hair, but it says strange head of hair, uh, which is similarly made of something like feathers. And like I said before, the mouth of it all stays open like a never-ending stream. And I'm getting a headache just by looking at this photograph. And, um, um, the doll stares with tiny, creepy eyes that seem to be able to, like, penetrate any soul that dares to touch or even go near it. I might go near it when I go there, but I won't touch it. Uh, unlike Annabelle, Shadow, Shadow Doll looks more, much more, uh, terrifying, and it sits out, or I should say stands out, in the open, if not contained in the case, like Annabelle. I guess you would have to make your own case for that tall of it all, so yeah, yeah it would be hard. The uh, museum's interest is decorated with many things, such as a conjuring mirror. Oh, I'm gonna see that. And it's filled with shelving containing many candles and stone. So, next episode, stay tuned for the conjuring mirror. Would you dare to look into it? I think I might. So, I hope you all enjoyed. This week's episode about Eddie Lorraine Shadow Doll. Stay tuned for next week's episode of The Haunted Mirror. So thank you for listening to Haunted Real Connections. Here on Anchor, this is your host, Nicole Jasper, signing off.